Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the SMU Mustangs. This program is simply in one word unique. One national championship, one Heisman winner who has a prestigious award named after him, the Pony Express, four incredible seasons spanning three different eras, one improbable upset against a Heisman winning quarterback, one implausible loss in the comeback for the ages, one iron skillet, and one miniature horse. Oh yes, and then there is a death penalty. First season for the SMU Mustangs was 1915. National Championships won 1935. Heisman winners won 1948, Doak Walker. Best coach, Madison Bell, 1935 to 1941 and 1945 to 1949. 79 wins, 40 losses, and 8 ties, and won 65.4% of his games. National Championships won in 1935. In Coach Bell's first season, his team won the national championship going 12 and 1. His 1940 team went 8-1-1, his 1947 team went 9-0-2, and his 1948 team went 9-1-1. In 1947 and 1948, he led his teams to consecutive Cotton Bowls. Most stunning win. SMU 32, Navy 28, October 11, 1963. SMU entered the game 1-1, but this was an SMU team that would finish the season 4-7. They were up against a heavily favored and number four Navy team 3-0, who were led by Roger Storbach, and Navy had won by scores of 51-7, 28-0, and 26-13. Mustang running back John Roderick, who would finish the day with 146 yards and two touchdowns, led the team. SMU scored the winning touchdown on Billy Gannon's one-yard run with two minutes remaining to secure the improbable upset. Most stunning loss. It's not even close. BYU 46, SMU 45, December 19, 1980. SMU lost in a comeback for the ages. One can make a tangible argument it was the greatest comeback in the history of college football, but that would be for another podcast. BYU entered the game 11-1, SMU was 8-3. SMU was led by the Pony Express, running back Craig James and Eric Dickerson, but BYU had quarterback Jim McMahon. SMU led 45-25 with 2.33 left in the game. Now follow this. BYU scores a touchdown. They try an onside kick and they recover it. BYU then scores a second touchdown on a Scotts Phillips run. Then they try a second onside kick, but that failed. After three downs, SMU had to punt. But BYU blocked the punt and had the ball on the SMU 41 with 13 seconds left. McMahon threw two incomplete passes. With one play left in the game, he hurls a last-second 41-yard touchdown to tight end Clay Brown. There were zeros on the clock when the place kicker, Kurt Gunther, kicks the extra point for the implausible victory. Most stunning tie. 
SMU 17, Arkansas 17, November 20th, 1982. The last game of the regular season, SMU entered the game number two in the nation, 10-0. Arkansas was number nine, 8-1. This tie, the only blemish on their schedule in the 1982 season, dropped the Muskangs to number four in the result of that they did not secure the national championship. The tie was particularly infuriating due to the way it occurred. A questionable pass interference call against the Razorbacks with three minutes remaining in the game allowed SMU to score the game-tying touchdown. Even harder to take for the SMU fans, Mustang coach Bobby Collins opted to kick the extra point to knock the game at 17, instead of going for two for the win. And then to top it off, the piece de resistance, SMU misses a field goal in the final seconds that would have won the game. Best team. 1982 SMU Mustangs, 11-0-1. The SMU Mustangs had only one tie, that most stunning tie we just mentioned, and occurred, as we mentioned in the last game of the regular season, to blemish an otherwise unblemished record. The Pony Express began the season with a 51-7 defeat of Tulane and never looked back. Running backs Eric Dickerson and Craig James formed one of the greatest backfields this sport has ever seen. Dickerson rushed for 1,618 yards, James for 938 yards. The tie dropped the Mustangs from number two to number four, and they finished the regular season 10-0-1. In the Cotton Bowl, played in freezing cold weather, SMU beat Pittsburgh 7-3, but an 11-1 Penn State team defeated number one Georgia, and it was Penn State with that one loss that won the national championship, not the undefeated SMU Mustangs. But attention must be paid to three other teams. 1923-9-0. These Mustangs obliterated their opponents, shutting out seven of the nine teams they faced, allowing only nine points all season. They won by one-sided scores of 41-0, 33-0, and 40-0. Then there was the 1935 12-1 SMU Mustangs. This version of Coach Bell's Mustangs, led by All-Americans, backed Bobby Wilson, guard J.C. Wetzel, and tackle Trumaine Spain, ran through the regular season 12-0, shutting out eight teams and allowing just more than one touchdown once when they defeated TCU 20-14. They lost to Stanford in the Rose Bowl 7-0. And finally, there is the 1981 10-1 Mustangs. This version of the Mustangs was third in the nation in scoring, 33.2 points per game, and third in turnover margin, 1.9 points per game. They scored over 30 points in eight of their 11 games. Only a 9-7 loss to Texas kept this team from our top spot. Best player. Here are worthy candidates all. Quarterback Don Meredith, a two-time All-American, and set a Southwest Conference record with a 69.6 completion percentage. Running back Eric Dickerson, who in 1982 rushed for 147 yards per game with a 7-yard average every time he touched the ball. And from the same backfield, a backfield given the moniker Pony Express, it was Craig James who rushed for 938 yards, and he was 7th in the nation in punting with a 44.9-yard average. But our nod goes to Doak Walker, 1945 and 1947-1949. Doak Walker earned the Heisman Trophy in 1948 and was a three-time All-American. Walker could do everything. He rushed for 1,954 yards, passed for 1,638 yards, was a kicker and a punter, establishing a school record of 750 punt return yards. He is tied with Eric Dickerson for career points for the Mustangs. 
He led SMU to consecutive Southwest Conference championships in 1947 and 1948. Walker was so enormously popular that SMU moved its home football games from Ownby Stadium, which is on the SMU campus, to the Cotton Bowl, which is in downtown Dallas, and increased the seating capacity from 46,000 to 75,000. The Cotton Bowl has a plaque at its main entrance that reads The Cotton Bowl, the house that Doak built. The Doak Walker Award is awarded to the nation's best running back. Rival, TCU Horn Frogs. It is called the Battle for the Iron Skillet. The two schools are separated by just 40 miles. They first met in 1915. It was SMU's first ever football game. TCU won 43 to nothing. SMU lost the first five times they played. Then they tied in 1922, and for the first time in 1923, SMU won 40 to nothing. In 1935, SMU's national championship season, number one SMU played number two TCU, who was led by quarterback Sammy Baugh. SMU led 14 to nothing. TCU tied the game at 14, and SMU prevailed 20 to 14. Hullabaloo. SMU became the only school to receive the death penalty for recruiting violations. For two years, 1987 and 1988, the team did not play. The 1987 season was canceled by the NCAA and the 1988 season was canceled by SMU. Why? Well, the school's football program was found guilty of massive and repeated violations of recruiting violations by the NCAA for its activities in the late 1970s and early 1980s. It was said that SMU's recruiting staff paid off recruits. Mascot, Peruna, a miniature horse. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.